0: hello thank you for choosing to listen to theme park films podcast we are carla and holly two friends from england who will ride the movies watch the film and give you our thoughts you can find us on at theme park films on twitter oh and just one more thing if you are driving whilst listening to this podcast please keep your arms inside the vehicle for the duration of the show thank you And welcome to Theme Park Films. I'm Carla and this is Holly.
1: Hello.
0: And this week we will be reviewing Harry Potter, in particular Prisoner of Azkaban, which was released in the UK on the 31st of May 2004. And for once the USA got it a little bit later than us on the 4th of June 2004. Um, but before we start on that, we're going to just touch on the wizarding world of Harry Potter at Islands of Adventure, which opened on the 4th of June, 2010, replacing Merlin Wood. No idea what that is. I believe you have connections with the opening of it. I do. I was
1: there the opening day. The opening day? The, yeah, of... Hogsmeade, so that's the
0: Islands of Adventure version. And I remember you texting me, telling me you were there, and the queue was all the way back to the travelators. It was, it was obscene.
1: So we got there, we flew in the day before, um, and we got there, there was about, I think there was about nine of us, I was with friends um, and we specifically got up very early on the first day of our holiday to go down to Universal Studios to try and get in opening day but by the time we had got there the queue was already back to Universal Studios which you know when, when, you, when you say it, it doesn't sound that far but it is far so we thought, we'll stick it out for a bit. We didn't know, you know, I wasn't aware of where the queue was going into the theme park, obviously, as well. Um, there was helicopters flying over. You know, it was it was crazy. Um, we stood there probably for about 45 minutes until it's, you know, the blistering Orlando sun was getting a bit much. And we thought, are we even going to get in? So, so we left. We both went away but decided to go back we were going back for dinner later on so we thought we'll give it another go because obviously the theme parks are open quite late out there aren't they in the summer about 11 or so, I think um and walked through and we got in that day and the music I mean the music was playing I got absolute goosebumps walking into it I could have cried I just it was just it was magical. Okay. It was just, I mean, you just sound, you you know, you're like, you're not believing this. But it was just amazing. The shops, like, the detail was just insane. Like, I absolutely loved it. So we didn't go on the ride that day because, again, the queue was crazy. But we did go back a few days later and we probably queued about two and a half hours for the ride. And it was worth it. It was absolutely worth it like in the queues they came around with pumpkin juice and stuff but you had to pay for it but you know it was nice they came around with with that then you walk through into the castle where you go through you know into Dumbledore's office and you go into the classroom where Ron, Harry and Hermione are and then they make it snow and then you go into Gryffindor's um dorm room you know and you see the you see the art on the wall that talks to you and then that's all happens before you get on the ride and then you get on the ride which is just amazing. I absolutely love it. Wowza. I mean I could literally talk about this for days.
0: I think we've picked up on that so I'm <laughs> just going to step in now. Um, yeah, I mean look, let's just get it out there. Harry Potter it's not my thing okay um and it's unusual for me to hear you gushing over anything really Um,
1: i I know i'm not i'm not normally that sort of person
0: no you're not at all and i don't know but i'm sure people that have been listening to the podcast have probably picked up on that That you're you're usually quite you know
1: scathing yeah
0: quite quite spiky perhaps (laughs) um so yeah it's 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 not usual for me to hear you this
1: enthusiastic about something. What are your thoughts on it? Because obviously for me, Harry Potter is such a thing that I, when it got announced, they were opening this in Universal, me and my sister and some of our friends basically said, you know what, we're going to be 21. It's like the year we finish uni, it's the summer, that summer we'll finish uni, let's we have to go, we have to go there. And and to be there, it it was very, the day it opened was amazing. But obviously I've got a lot of, you know, I grew up with it. So from your point of view, obviously going in without obviously maybe this, I don't know, these rose tinted spectacles of how amazing Harry Potter is. You know, what are your thoughts on Hogsmeade on the rides? Have you been on
0: them all? There's
1: three in there, isn't there?
0: I have been on um none.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why haven't
1: you been on the main Harry Potter okay. I?
0: Honestly, I I've seen I've been in, in uh, Island of Adventure probably three or four times since it's been there. Yes. Um I've been uh a couple of, I've been a couple of times with my mum, I've been with my friend Blanca, and they're not into it. The queues are always too long. And i tell you another thing that puts me off. And I'm really sorry if I'm offending anyone that's done this. But when I walk through, what is it called, sorry? Hogsmeade. When I walk through Hogsmeade, I see people dressed in school uniform. (laughs) And I honestly think it's ridiculous. I don't understand. If you want to wear a a -a Hogwarts T-shirt, fine. No problem with that. Um, You know, anything like that. But to to actually go, and bear in mind this is Florida, where it's boiling hot and they are walking around in a tie and blazer, I just don't want to be near them.
1: Well, I I think that it's lovely. There's nowhere else as a Harry Potter fan that you can go, which, you know, it's got like the snow on the roofs. Like it feels like you're absolutely transported there. You know, the details are ridiculous. You know, that even the one shop that you can go into, it's like just such an experience. You can drink butterbeer. You know, there's all of these things. Like the sweet shop has all the sweets, which are mentioned in harry potter the people at the shops are amazing like they are literally the biggest harry potter fans but like, yeah. there was one guy when i was then he was lovely and he just was basically like we went in and we were talking about it and he was like oh have you been on the ride yet and we we're like oh no not yet we're gonna go on it tomorrow and then he was like telling us about it and he was like showing us all the merchandise you can get which is just insane like all of the detail that they have put into Harry Potter is just... I mean, it's, it, everything else in comparison is awful. It's the only part of
0: Universal, you know,
1: where it really is. But you could probably just stay in there. They should just put a hotel in the Harry Potter bit.
0: I think some people should just stay in that area, to be honest. <laughs> I would welcome that. Um Yeah, I mean, look, don't don't get me wrong. When I went through, and I, I've now seen two Harry Potter films thanks to this podcast. But at the time, I'd only seen one. I saw the first one when it very first came out at the cinema, and didn't hate it, but just wasn't for me. I just thought, yeah, you know, I can live without seeing what happens next. So, you know, I'm not living. I'm not living under a rock. I understand Harry Potter is massive, and I did pick up quite a few of the references um, which surprised me without even knowing it's just in pop culture isn't it you just re you're just immersed in it without even realizing so yeah it was great to see the butterbeer and the train and you know all that blah 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 very well done and the set i agree probably is the best set in the whole of the universal parks and i have nothing against it being there it's just not something
1: that I particularly am interested in but you know can't you you know if you were a massive fan and you can go there and you can get your wand which one of the ones is actually called holly which I really like um
0: you know wouldn't you feel like you'd sort of be wanting to wear a cloak and sort of dress up definitely not <laughs> so moving on I did I did actually go into um one of the shops. My uh, mum's friend is a big Harry Potter fan and she asked us to get um you know the time thing that Hermani uses yeah. in this film? Yeah. She asked us to get one of those for her. And, and you only
1: you only went into one of the shops.
0: We went into a shop and um said oh you know we're not really sure what this is and just you know gave them the paper and they thought we were joking because they thought we that we really did know what it was and then when it became clear that we had no idea what we were (coughs) talking about they said but you're british and And yeah they made us feel like we would let the whole nation down really by being clueless potter fans and you have (laughs) we also need to touch on as if I wasn't angry enough we also need to touch on um, Hogwarts Express which is now in Universal Studios taking you over to Island of Adventure which replaced Jaws in July 2014 another sore subject for me Yours was uh possibly my favourite ride actually out of all of them. Very upset it's gone. And don't see the need why we need Potter in two parks. Could have just stayed in one.
1: No, it definitely needs both. I think how they connect to the two parks is amazing. The going on Hogwarts Express is also Absolutely incredible, and can I just say that when I went, when they'd opened the second bit, so obviously that's when you go to Diagon Alley. So you have to go through the, you know, the, the bricks, the wall. Um, but they've also got King's Cross there. That's mm-hmm. how you obviously get onto the Hogwarts yeah. Express. Bearing in mind, this is one of my best friends. She knew I was on holiday. She lived in London at the time. And I sent her a picture. Admittedly, it was a bit of a rainy day. I sent her a picture of King's Cross. And she messaged me back and said, thought you were still in Florida. (laughs) That's how good it looks.
0: I have to say, um, and I, I... I'm just out, I'm just outside of London, so I can confirm it is a very, very good replica of the Underground Station. A bit too good, actually, because when I'm in Florida, I like to be in Florida, not round the corner. So, I just don't think it needs to be in two parks. I think, I think long term, Universal will regret having it in two parks because I am certain this will not translate through generations.
1: I I think you are really wrong. I think you just are bitter about the jaws going. And I think this absolutely will. I think that it's the best thing that they've done. The rides are incredible. The ride in um, Universal Studios is amazing and the whole area is just
0: it's just wonderful I think um, I think you hold great attachment to it because it is nostalgic for you yes It it takes you back to your childhood and I run an 80s site Awesome 80s Childhood, if you'd like to check us out on Twitter, Facebook, all over the place. Just a quick plug. Um, And all of the things I post are not liked because they were great. They're liked because it takes people back to a certain time in their lives. And there's nothing wrong in that. Nothing wrong in that. That's why you get on the ET ride... You get everyone that's in there sort of mid to late 30s to 40s, you know, all gooey-eyed and nostalgic. It reminds us of when we were a kid, but the kids, not so bothered, just something mum and dad like. And I think that's what's going to happen with Potter. And there's a place for that. I just can't see future generations of Harry Potter fans cropping up other than just being introduced to it by their parents.
1: You see, I think the difference is is that Harry Potter is, at the end of the day, a very very popular book series, and probably is still selling. I would, I reckon, you know, probably millions a year even now. Hmm. So, like, there are children, you know, who are like eight or nine, have started to read Harry Potter. It will just be one of those books. It will go down as. A classic, like the Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. So I think it's probably the best thing that Universal universe have done. I think they could easily expand it, actually, even more. Well, let's not
0: get crazy here, Holly. I think <laughs> we've heard enough from you already.
1: I mean, they could go to the Forbidden Forest. They could get rid of E.T. and that could be the Forbidden
0: Forest ride. OK, let's uh, <laughs> nip that in the bud right away.
1: But what is weird, they do butterbeer ice cream. So there's um in Diagon Alley, there's an ice cream shop. So I was like, oh, I'm going to have butterbeer ice cream. And I asked for it. I think I wanted some toppings on it. I must have been shortbread or something. I thought it sounded like a very good combination. And they then said to me, they were like, you cannot have any toppings with the butterbeer because it's trademarked that you're not allowed anything else on top. Oh. Well, that was odd. That is odd. So that was my only small gripe, but apart from that, it's fabulous.
0: Okay. But
1: shall we get on to the film? Please. So I'm obviously, I've seen the film numerous times, so you've not seen it before, have you? So I remember, I think it was this film... Um, I can't remember specifically what film it was, but I remember when the films were coming out, we went to the cinema, a group of us as friends. And that was back in the day when you couldn't book your seat. So I had to get there about an hour before so we could make sure that we we got good seats because I was unprepared to go and watch the film from the front row and then i think someone tried to jump the queue actually yeah. um yeah i think then actually you know when you know how the british get a bit you know then they once they see someone doesn't someone pipes up a bit like hey there's a queue then everyone sort of gets is a bit like get back yeah
0: um, yeah i mean, <laughs> so i, think, if I there's think something that the british like it's a queue
1: yeah and i we, think they very they did. Um, they got put back in their
0: place, which is good. I don't think yes. anything anything infuriates the British more than queue jumping.
1: I agree. It's
0: just the worst.
1: It really is. Okay. So. Yes, so obviously, I've seen the film. Ooh, I, I couldn't even tell you how many times I've seen it. Loads. But obviously you haven't ever seen it. So what, you know, first thoughts, what were they?
0: Um, so I was surprised at the start that he was living with his, in his uncle's house still. I thought that was just part of the first film. I don't know why. Uh His, his uncle's sister, I was surprised that yeah. she was slagging off his mum and dad who were dead. I thought it was a bit a bit near the knuckle, wasn't it? Well, they don't...
1: Yeah, it, it, it is. But this is the whole sort of, I guess, the background of Harry Potter is that his parents obviously died. Yeah. Um, they got killed by Lord Voldemort. And obviously, people aren't allowed to know that they're wizards, are they? So... From the aunt's point of view, they just make they make up you know like a lie to say, you know they can't say oh they in in their sort of field of wizardry they were very important people because you know what? muggles aren't allowed to know.
0: Okay. So, but you wouldn't you still wouldn't say that to the orphan surely.
1: At and the then, end of the day, he's a young boy, has lost his parents. Yeah. Whether they were the worst parents in the world, they, you know, just rein it in a bit.
0: So, yeah, then he does some magic and I find out that uh, he's not allowed to do magic outside of Hogwarts. Yeah. So he gets on a route master bus. Have, and, you, uh, have you
1: seen the bus? Did you see the bus at, Har- at
0: in Florida? I don't remember seeing the bus. Buses there in Universal. I'll tell you what I do remember in Universal, which I found really odd, was they were selling um, English food or what they considered English food and they were selling jacket potato but with shepherd's pie in it. Oh. It was, yeah, so it was jacket potato with shepherd's pie filling. And I just thought, is
1: that
0: that what they think of us?
1: A shepherd's pie filling as in just the filling, so not the lid. So then it's not a shepherd's pie, it's just mince. Or jacket potato with shepherd's pie with double carbs.
0: Yeah, like I don't know if it was a double carb. Or if it was just—I mean, I didn't order it. I was just looking at the uh, at the board, reading what they were selling, because I thought, oh, this would be fun. See, you know, the English, yeah. what they think we
1: eat—eels and stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah. Do you not eat eels?
1: I got it was for dinner tonight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I found that I found that little one, and I thought it was a Harry Potter thing. So I checked with my cousins who are a, a similar age to you, a little bit younger, and they assured me that was nothing to do with Harry Potter. No, don't blame that. Getting it, getting it a little bit wrong. How strange. Yeah.
1: I really want to confirm whether it was, like, actually shepherd's pie or whether it's it's just a jacket potato with some mince. I did because take a photo. That is what it is.
0: I did take a photo of the menu. If I find it, I'll send it over. Yeah, or if anyone else knows, let us know. Please let us know if you work on the jacket potato stand in Universal Studios and specialise in the shepherd's pie filling.
1: Wow, that is so strange.
0: Very strange.
1: Anyway, so they get on the night bus, don't they? So you get sort of rescued by the night bus. And I do have actually a point to say on this. I find it baffling that obviously, and, and I probably know a little bit more by reading the books and watching the films of what what magic can be done. Um, So, you know, you can sort of repair broken bones quite easily and stuff like that. Um, So I just found it a little strange that they, you know, they're in this magic world and they've got this bus which can literally squeeze through two double-deckers, but nobody's bothered to just sort of put the beds, you know, sort of hammer the beds down in one place. Like, why are they flying all over the place?
0: Yeah, not consistent magic. Yeah, well, I just thought,
1: that is easy. That's just basic. You know, Why do you want to be like flying around corners with like, these beds flying back and forth? It just seemed a bit dangerous, but that is my one of my points, really. Okay, so
0: he went to the Leaky Cauldron. He did. And the best bit, possibly in the entire film, was that Ian Brown was sitting there. Ian Brown from The Stone Roses made a cameo appearance in The Leaky Cauldron. Yeah, you
1: messaged me saying that, and I didn't know what you were on about.
0: Oh, well, I thought this film's peaked, and I was (laughs) right.
1: So that, I mean, that's your favourite bit. Yes. Okay.
0: So, and then he goes to see, I don't know who this guy was, uh, the minister, I've written down, I don't know if I just made up a title, because I didn't know who he was, is that right? Yeah, the minister
1: of magic. Okay. I mean, you are testing me now, because I do really like Harry Potter, but some people are going to, you know, like, they know Harry Potter down to a T, whereas I, I am a little bit more, you know, I can't remember it all,
0: but I'll try and... Try okay. and a
1: yeah.
0: Well, I've also written here because I, I I took way more notes than I would ever normally take leading up to these podcasts. <laughs> Some and then I don't take any notes because I know the films quite well, but I've written have a fight with a book, and I don't even remember that.
1: Yeah, the um, like the monster book. Is that important? That's not important,
0: though, is it? That's <laughs> no, not, not really. Just a bit of fun.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And then I've put Ron and Watson up here. <laughs> yes, mainly because Amani's is a, a a terrible word to spell. It's funny
1: that you you've decided to use Ron. Like you didn't just sort of say Grinton Watson. A oh
0: no, no, because he's just Ron. He'll always just be Ron. I don't even watch the films, and I never look at him and think Rupert Grint. I just think Ron. Okay, yeah. Um, whereas Emma Watson is in so many magazines and um, stuff that, yeah, she's Emma Watson. But okay. I don't know why I didn't choose to put Emma. Yeah, just Watson. Just Watson. <laughs> so that's the first glimpse that we see of of them. And then and I didn't really understand why Ron's dad started telling Harry Potter about Sirius Black. Well, because he's after Harry. How does How does Ron's dad know this?
1: He works at the Ministry of Magic, so right. he would know. And I think also he probably I can't remember this definitely, but I'd imagine he'd have been told because they sort of Ron's parents sort of took like sort of taken Harry under their wing a bit. Okay. So he probably, it's probably very, in the wizarding world, obviously Harry doesn't know, he's clueless. But I'd imagine at that era, you know, of that age of wizards, um, they it would be very obvious that they knew that Sirius Black went to Azkaban because he was part of Lord Voldemort's gang and um, betrayed the Potters. That would be a quite common story.
0: So then they're on a train.
1: Yeah. The Hogwarts Express. Yes. Yeah.
0: And we see Harry pass out for the first time of many during this film. (laughs) Yes. I mean, he passed out more than Gillian McKeith in I'm a Celebrity. (laughs) He did. He did pass out a lot. I mean, he's only a young boy. I mean, that's a lot of passing out to be doing.
1: That is what a dementia does to you. I didn't see
0: the others passing
1: out. Oh, yeah. Professor Lupin explains that in the film, Carla, if you're listening.
0: Please tell me. It's because Harry has seen
1: a lot of evil or something, or has been through quite a lot of traumatic stuff, worse right. than what others have been through, that it affects him more. Ah. So he's seen a lot of darkness, something like that. He did explain
0: it. So it's nothing to do with low blood pressure, then no. no so then we're in um well, they're in Hogwarts, aren't they, next, I think,
1: and what do you think of Hogwarts in what way well, you know like do you th- like I would always be you know be a bit like I think it seems like a really fun place to go to school. I'd have loved to have gone to Hogwarts. I found it a bit creepy, oh right, a bit
0: dark. Did you not like sort of their room and stuff? No. Oh. I did like. I did like the, the, the pictures that talk. I thought that was very clever and very funny. Yeah, and Dawn French. I I, I wrote that down. Dawn French is a singing picture. Now, this bit I'm interested in. Okay. The so we see Emma Thompson, and I'm sorry I don't know who she's playing. <laughs> yeah. And she appeared to be reading people's tea leaves. Is that something they learn there? Yeah. Tea leaf reading.
1: Well, she is... I can't remember what the class is actually called now. But, yeah, basically, you know, you're gonna we're going to have to watch a few more Harry Potter films and it will all
0: make sense. No, it's fine. No, I worry. don't, no,
1: don't want to give it away.
0: I'm quite happy to live in ignorance, but but thank you. Um, so they go to Hagrid's lesson. Yeah. And I don't, I I missed the name of what this was, but I put big bird stroke horse thing.
1: Oh, it's a hippogriff. What was that riff, called? And it's called Buckbeak.
0: Okay. So he wants Harry Potter to, to ride it. Yeah. What, why? Well, why does he want him to ride it? So I just, yeah, I just wondered, was it to go into battle? Oh,
1: or no. what's,
0: the, what's the purpose of him learning to ride this? Is it just like you would learn to ride a horse, perhaps?
1: Yeah, I think it's just to learn about the magical creatures that they have. Um, okay. And, you know, how you treat them with respect and stuff. So, obviously, Malfoy doesn't, does he? And then gets
0: Malfoy is the blonde boy. He is. And he gets knocked over.
1: Who is your favourite character in the film?
0: I knew you were going to ask me this. (laughs) Did you write it down? I didn't write it down. Because I I don't know if I have one.
1: If you had to pick one.
0: (laughs) See, I'm nervous because when I picked Marge Simpson, (laughs) I woke up to abuse... Not just from you on the night of the podcast, but I woke up to abuse from your sister and your friend. And I'm worried that I'm now, you know, putting myself to millions of people abusing me.
1: Do you want me to say who my favourite is and then you feel more comfortable? Okay, so. I think for. I think this person is probably like the most real, real character there is. Malfoy. Okay, let's go with him. What, you're going to go with him as well? Absolutely. Who, was that Was that who you were going to say or would it have been someone else? You can say whoever you
0: like. I wasn't going to say anyone because I truly did not, I couldn't care enough to pick one, if I'm being brutally honest. Mm, okay. I really, I, I didn't like nor dislike anyone enough to have an opinion mm. either way i tell you it wouldn't have been Potter.
1: Oh, I agree.
0: But other than that, the rest of them were pretty... Yeah. All right.
1: I'd say Malfoy and Ron. I do quite like Ron.
0: I did note that Ron literally has the same expression on his face throughout the entire film. He, has, he, d- he didn't change expression whether he was doing very odd flirting, whether he was shocked, <laughs> scared. <laughs> Bitten, expression stayed the same. So where are we going to next in the film?
1: I mean, I think that my favourite sort of bit, my favourite bits throughout the film are really where Malfoy makes his quite scathing comments. I also liked when Professor Snape... um, asked a question and then Hermione answered and he, he said something to her like she was an insufferable know-it-all and I thought I-, I like that he said that because she is yeah and it the thing I like about it is that you've sort of got a little bit like that you know these sort of goody two-shoes who we sort of follow. But you've also got people like Malfoy and stuff who, you know, you do get people like that at school. You know, they're quite real characters. Mm. Um, yeah, I liked that. And okay. then obviously you saw the Quidditch game. What did you think of Quidditch? Probably didn't didn't get it. Didn't know what's
0: going <laughs> on. <laughs> I don't know. Stupid old me. <laughs> do
1: you know people play Quidditch in the real world? I'm oh, very ridiculous. They do. How? I don't know but they do. No. I think they literally run around with some But well, that's not
0: playing quidditch then is it if they're not flying around on a broomstick.
1: Well, I mean that would probably be quite difficult for mere mortals to do. But yeah, but they not, they play it. It's
0: not quidditch. Might be a tribute to quidditch. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, true. What I did notice was it was raining when he played quidditch. Yeah. But then when they went to the sweet shop, it was snowing. So, and it's snowing in Island of Adventure. So is it is it always snowing at the sweet shop?
1: No, when they go to the sweet shop, when you mean when Harry goes out with his invisibility cloak? Yeah. That's December. Oh. Because he passed out and he had to go into the, He he went up, he had to go and rest, didn't he?
0: Yeah. And um, he rested in December. Well, no, but we don't Why see... start school term in, d- what, September? We don't have to see him all the
1: time. It would normally be based on a whole school year. Oh, OK. So, obviously, you've had these all moments... In
0: quite, I thought it happened in quite a concise amount of days, like, for no. when they were back at school. I see, OK.
1: No, so that's... And they say something about Christmas holidays,
0: we find out when when Harry overhears a conversation that that Sirius Black is Harry Potter's godfather. Yeah. So was that was that shocking when you read the book? Because I guess you read the book before the film. Was that a twist you didn't see coming? Um.
1: Yeah, I think it was. Okay. I can't remember, but yeah, probably. I would imagine it probably was. Yeah. Okay. What did you obviously we get onto the bit? I mean, let's skip ahead um so they obviously serious black comes along, takes Ron and scabbers uh the rat, and they go into the shrieking shack um, and i I think that piece is done quite well, obviously then when Harry and Hermione and Professor Lupin are all there about how they're sort of talking about killing. I mean, what did, were you a bit scared? What did you think was going on then? I wasn't scared. <laughs> um, well, were you a bit on edge? I mean, I was on edge, and I've seen it however many times.
0: Okay. I didn't... I. I... I thought there was something odd about Ron's rat. So I wasn't surprised when that turned into something. Oh, you picked
1: up on that then.
0: It didn't... Well, there was lots of references to the rat and I just thought, oh, okay, maybe this is... This is going somewhere. Maybe this is going somewhere, that he's walking around with a rat.
1: You know, obviously all of this happened and stuff um, and then he has the conversation with Sirius, you know, so he just he quite quickly believes... Uh, Lupin Sirius Black I mean obviously Peter Pettigrew is alive etc it kind of just seems quite and and I get it from maybe Sirius's point of view you know he's been locked in Azkaban and Azkaban is the worst you know prison I mean as they made reference to nobody's broken out of there before
0: Hmm.
1: so you know he's been sort of cooped up for God knows how many years like years um and then they just sort of have this conversation it's a bit like oh harry by the way did you know you're my godson oh yeah i i know oh perhaps you could come live with me
0: i yeah i did think that was a little soon (laughs)
1: like they've only just met i mean he's still a convicted criminal you know regardless whether or not he he gets found guilty he's still escaped from prison you know it's going to look very embarrassing from a sort of high up place you know that one of your criminals goes missing and manages to escape from the worst prison and oh it's all right actually he was right we've locked him up don't worry about it let him let him be free you know, like, there needs to be... You're not just going to let him walk free, are you? I wouldn't have thought so.
0: I did write at this point where um, the teacher turns into a werewolf that it was a bit grim for a PG.
1: Did you, yeah, I thought the werewolf was awful looking.
0: It was a bit... Yeah, I was surprised they got away with a PG for that. I thought it was a bit graphic. I didn't even know it was a PG. Are we sure it is a PG? It it definitely is. (laughs) I I checked the box because I I, I remember thinking, oh, that's strange. They've made it a 12 and alienated half their audience. And then I was like, oh, actually, it's just a PG. I think then
1: it's very scary for a PG.
0: Mm. So he, uh, Harry Potter, tries to keep the Dementors away from an injured injured Sirius, I've written. (laughs) And then... Uh, A deer appears and Harry Potter faints again. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why I couldn't be bothered to write Hermione, but I would be bothered to write Harry Potter several times. (laughs)
1: Yeah, like the
0: full name. Yes. So he then thinks his dad was the deer.
1: Yeah. Which then Um, obviously has to get to a point where he realises it wasn't, it was him.
0: Yes. So... In the meantime, Sirius has been captured and he's going to have his soul sucked out, which yeah. sounds, sounds serious. That's what the Dementors do. Wow. Um, so they tell the Headmaster, yeah. who is called Dumbledore. Dumbledore, that he's innocent, but he says no one will believe 313 13 13-year-olds.
1: Which is probably the most realistic thing
0: we've heard. I think so. So then Watson pulls out a time-turner. Yeah. And I quite like this bit. I thought this was clever, where they went back and watched themselves and kind of how it all...
1: Yeah, and how they can save sort of Buckbeak and Sirius. Yeah. Yeah, I liked that as well.
0: So I thought that was very cleverly done. That was probably my second highlight after Ian (laughs) it. that's good
1: and I I mean my my sort of ending comment was just that obviously Harry got sent the firebolt um, because his broom had been destroyed because it hit the Whomping Willow
0: Mm. and there
1: was just a feather wasn't there there was no note there was just a feather which was obviously from Buckbeak or Forrest Gump (laughs) <laughs> but Buckbeak earlier on Hagrid had said don't pull out one of Buckbeak's feathers hmm. and I just thought it was quite um, you know that that Hag, that Sirius in this time of obviously Buckbeak going missing and obviously someone trying to get hold that Sirius Black is in the castle somewhere and there's Dementors you know, they made friends with each other quite quickly for Sirius to be able to jump on Buckbeak's back and just off they go together. Yep. But, you know, that was my only only thought. So, obviously, from your point of view, the film, I mean, would you... You obviously don't sound desperate to watch any more of the Harry Potter films.
0: I will not be watching any (laughs) more of them.
1: Well, unless we do another
0: podcast with these films, I will not be watching any more of
1: them. Um, yeah, I just—it it was quite long. It was long. I, I didn't realise how long it was, and I sat down on Sunday, and I was like, "Oh, this will be all right." And then, you know, about three hours later, I was like, "Gosh, that—that that was a lot longer than I thought." I've literally wasted the whole afternoon.
0: It was quite the workout. Yeah. And especially when you don't really know what's going on, I I had to really concentrate, concentrate yeah, on on what was happening.
1: And also, um, I mean that obviously is quite a long film. But the obviously if you read the book, the amount which is missing is is still obviously.
0: Yeah, I mean I did a little bit of research online about about the films in general and um the general feedback was the second one was too bulky and too long because they tried to fit too much of the book into it so when they came to do the third film which i believe they changed director for yeah they they kind of took the feedback on board and and tried to condense it quite a bit and i think most most fans' thoughts are that if it didn't directly concern Harry himself, it wasn't included in the film.
1: Yeah, and, and then obviously you've got to do the film justice, the book justice even, so, you know, the last film's made up into two.
0: So we've had some shout-outs for people's opinion, and well, well, we've also had a complaint, Holly, I must start off, mm. that... Few people have complained that they can only reach us via Twitter. Hi. So I have had to set up an email address for us. Oh, okay. Which is themeparkfilms at hotmail.com. So uh, if, if you would like to get in touch, not only can you reach us on Twitter at themeparkfilms, you can email us at themeparkfilms at hotmail.com. So the shout-outs we've had, um, Angela says, film is great, but books are better. Is that something you would agree with?
1: Yeah, completely.
0: Okay. So Angela is actually my friend, and when I told her uh, I was watching this, she she was very concerned at first as to what film you were going to pick. She was very, yeah, worried I- about did if I, you were going to do the right thing
1: did i do okay
0: you did the right thing you picked the exact film that she said that you should pick
1: do you know and the reason why i picked this film is because if i knew that you were going to be so against watching any more, i might have picked a later one but i thought we'd start here and then we could have gone through the rest but i don't think that's going to happen
0: well, I'll try the same with you with Back to the Future and see if you want to watch two or three. How many are there? There's three of them. Oh. Which isn't as daunting as you telling me there's eight. <laughs> I've couple <got> <laughs> So more shout-outs. We've got At Real Pigeon, who is fantastic, by the way, and very funny. I suggest you go and um, follow him. So At Real Pigeon says, introducing the second best Dumbledore. Oh, yeah, because the original the original actor died. Yes. Do you, do you think that the 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 second actor did it justice?
1: Yes,
0: but the first one seems sort of nicer. Okay. At UO Fan Guide, which are a really good Universal Studios Twitter account, uh, unofficial, but they give very up-to-date information. So again, check them out. That's at the UO fan guide. Said, Hermione kicks butt, saves day. Which I guess she did. She did save the day in this one, didn't she? Yeah, numerous times.
1: You know, if it wasn't for her, Mm.
0: it would have been a mess, quite frankly. It would have been a mess. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And she stood up to Malfoy as well.
0: Now, I I don't know if it was this incident, but I remember reading about it in Heat or something at the time that she actually did smack him in the face, that it oh. went wrong and she actually did make contact with him. I, she, I don't know if she hits him more than once in films, whether it was this particular film, but apparently at one point she did actually hurt him quite badly. I'm not sure if it was in this take or not. Oh, maybe it was this one, man. Yeah. So Jodie Scanes says, you muggles make me angry. And I think this was basically aimed at me because I would said that I wasn't a particular fan <laughs> of Harry Potter. So I got abused with some Potter banter. Good. And then the only person that's kind of in my corner, Katrina Balsa, says, never understood the hype about a geek with a scar on his head.
1: I don't even know what to say to that
0: I I liked it it gives it a little bit of balance <laughs> and makes me sound quite amiable and,
1: really. and not the only one that hasn't seen Harry Potter
0: no <laughs> so is there anything that you would like to add on on Harry Potter in general now's now's your time
1: I mean, I don't think so. I've been gushing enough. It's it's really tired me out, actually.
0: It has made me feel a little bit sick.
1: <laughs> don't worry, I'll be back
0: to normal soon. <laughs> normal service will resume yeah. where Holly will hate everyone and everything <laughs> and I'll be the nice, jolly Cockney again. Don't worry.
1: Exactly.
0: So thank you very much for listening. Um, if you've got any opinions on anything we've talked about in this podcast or previous podcasts, please do get in touch with us via email, themeparkfilms at com, or Twitter at Theme Park Films. Always happy to give shout-outs on the show. Okay, so that sums it all up for this episode. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye.